I think we ought to bring in someone with expertise on exotic animals. No. No, we're not going to do that, because that's insane. Bye. You figure it out. It's a wolf. Or maybe it's a werewolf. You know, I've been watching a lot of History Channel lately. No, and... Chavez, it's... A... Sorry, everybody. Let me just make this perfectly clear. There is no such thing as werewolves. They're imaginary. Our killer is a guy, and I'm going to find him, and I'm going to kill... And we're going to bring him to justice. This dude Emerson wants to come down off his mountain maniac ass and eat our asses and fuck our skulls. Guess what? It's not going to happen tonight because... Pam, pam. You're listening to the Buzzed Kill Podcast. Episode 295, welcome back to the Buzzkill Podcast, where today our bodies go through some changes and we find hair in places we never knew existed. I'm talking about the gooch, the fleshy fun bridge, James. The old great uncle. The grunkle. (laughs) In. Wolves? Where? 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 Wolves? Wolves, oh, where? What's going on, guys? I'm Mike. I'm Jim. And today we're talking about werewolves. Are you loud in your cans? Are you like really loud? No, now, now I'm too quiet. Turn me back up. Turn me back up. This is our second attempt. It is. At this Turn me back up a little bit. Uh, nope. Nope. Turn me up more. Are the uh, that's good. There we go. We good? Check I'm two. Good. Check See, two. Do now, it on the fly. Now I sound better. Little peek behind the curtain here, folks. Sometimes stuff goes wrong. It does. Sometimes there's technical diffs. Sometimes you prematurely hi. Um, it's Thursday night. <laughs> <laughs> it is indeed. Uh, I'm off my game. I feel off my game, bro. You've been off your game for years. That's true. I might maybe it's because it's like Thursday, so like I'm not getting super trashed, being that I have to be up for work at like five a.m. When, I know it's awful. Like seriously, when? Yeah, I know the rare Thursday though, and um, yeah. How's your week been? Uh, pretty good. Just yeah. chilling. It done anything? Anything fun? Honestly, no. Since last week, no, mm. not a damn thing. Life's been life. That's not true. Oh, what did we do? Um, nothing I did. Proudly. Oh, what did I do? <laughs> um, this motherfucker sitting across from me already has Christmas up in his house. Well, yeah. It's Christmas, Mike. It's November 10th, James. Yep. You and like five of our other friends already have Christmas trees and Christmas decor up. You're damn right. I've never been more proud or... or, or proud. Un- See? No, no. Freudian slip. Damn it. See? I've never been more embarrassed to be your friend. You're secretly proud. I'm not. Yes, you are. I'm not. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> guess what, dude? If your girlfriend asks you to put up your Christmas tree... She already has. On I told her no. O- on October 31st, you'd do it. No. Yes, you would. I already told her no, so I didn't do it. I don't think you said no. Oh, ask her. Text her right now and ask her. <laughs> so you would deny your girlfriend the happiness and the joy of having Christmas set up in your house? Uh, she's denying me the happiness and joy of having Thanksgiving set up in my house. That's so, bullshit, dude. It's true. Thanksgiving's about the food, not the decor. That's not true at all. No, I is. like. I love a good cornucopia. You can do both. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Listen, just like <laughs> just like I, just like Halloween starts on September first, but there's no other holidays between September first and October thirty first. Oh, really? Oh, really? Arbor Day? (laughs) 
I'm, I don't. I actually don't even know when Arbor Day is. I <laughs> it just, is not in September. National Taco Day. Yeah. Yeah. That's fine. So tacos are scary. You ever been to Mexico? It's a scary place. Listen, <laughs> <laughs> that has not been my experience. But uh, um, November first. It's it's fair game. I'm sorry. It's not. It's fair game. You put a listen. I and my children. They love the season. They love to decorate for for. And maybe it, this might change for you when you have kids. I have cats. Well, your cats can fuck <laughs> off. They don't give a shit if it's Halloween or Thanksgiving. Yeah, or they Christ. really they don't. They have no idea what's going on. Yep. They're cats. They really don't. But listen, I like looking at pretty things and feeling good. Yeah, that's fair. And when I put up a tree and there's lights on it. Decorate your wife then. It's pretty and I feel good when I look at it. Sure. Decorate, so, decorate your wife then. She doesn't, <laughs> she doesn't like being wrapped in the lights. I've tried. Believe, oh, have you now? Have believe you? me, I've tried. All right. Well, speaking of holidays, James, I have something that maybe will uh, will b- boost your your spirits here. My spirits are already boosted oh, no. because my Christmas is set up in my house. No, in an effort to go backwards in time, and by I the brought way, you some stuff. I haven't gone. I have. As you're getting this out, I got to explain. I haven't gone full full Christmas yet. No, only only Christmas tree and we ornaments. Ju- and, we just have you know. the two trees up. Two trees. <laughs> Well, <laughs> most people only have one tree. Listen, the <laughs> honest to God, the only reason I and and the only reason I love putting the tree up in the in the the this back living room early is yeah. because you know that that room is dark as shit. That's because there's no lighting in that room. That's true. So for two months out of the year, I get lighting in that room. This reminds me. Um, there what was I reading the other day. There was a uh, there was an article. Um, I think it was like Scientific American or something like that. Yeah. And they were talking about this new invention. It's called a lamp. No. No lamps <laughs> don't fuck? lamps don't work in that room. Oh yeah. Yeah. There's no good place for them. You mean the corner? Yeah. There's no good place for them. But you put the Christmas tree in the corner. It does the same goddamn thing. That doesn't. <laughs> no. That logic's not sound. No. I hate you so much. <laughs> I hate you because I go out of my way to do things. Because if there's one thing that I know about you, James, it's you love a Reese's cup. I do. If there's yeah. one thing that I know about you even more, it's that you love pumpkin Reese's cups. Wait, what? Is that a real thing? Wabam. Oh, cool. And wabam. Thirty-three cents a piece at Kroger, baby. Oh, is that... brought you brought you some Halloween pumpkin Reese's. <laughs> this was the surprise. That's not the only surprise. Okay, what's the other surprise? The other surprise. I, mean, I appreciate this because I do love. <laughs> I do love. Uh, and and honest, honestly, like I like. I like. Ex- even you if love, I'm already you love set the up crazy. Reese's. Even if I'm already set up for Christmas. Yeah. I love the fact that you're extending. What are you? What are you doing? I'm jerking off. Mike is making obscene gestures under the table. I love the fact that you're extending this Halloween season a little bit. I do of appreciate. Of course. That. Um, also, a couple weeks ago, we <clears> talked <throat> about something. Uh, who are the boys you hang out with all the time? The boys. The boys. Who are the boys? Who are the boys the, I hang out who with? Who are the boys that you make bass sounds with? Um, that I make what? Your band. Oh, Cersei <laughs> City. <laughs> Who else do you make bass sounds with? Are you cheating on them? I don't know. Like, I just, I make bass sounds all the time. But what was our idea? And I'm always around boys. What was our idea you for, know, me search, and the boys. for Search the City, for a, a re-release of a certain EP? Ghosts. We had an idea. Ghosts. Yeah, what um, was our idea, though? Oh, jeez. Come on, James. Hold on. <clears throat> Give me, like, the first two words. This is like when Greg needs the first two words of a song to remember the lyrics. Come packaged with every EP. Oh, uh, uh, ghost pepper sauce. Yeah! The ghost with the most, baby. Oh, no. Do I have to try this live on air? You do. Oh, shit. You do. Did you... 
Did you? Uh, it's sticky from the old label. It was are you going to make a label? I'm going to. I haven't done it yet, you but just, it was. You but just it was got made. Too excited. It was made, so I wanted to bring it to you. Dude, I'm loving the Jalapel Nino. By oh, the way, it's great. It's fantastic. So good. I'm about halfway through the bottle. Oh, my first bottle is already almost gone. This smells divine. So good, dude. Try some. Got got to try some. Is it how hot is it? I have noticed that my that my sauces do not come out. That one's pretty thick, so you might have to give it a little, you know, a little tap tap tapper. Tap um, my sauces gonna, are more. Is that gonna put me out of business? No, no you'll be fine. Okay. My sauces definitely come out for as many peppers that are in there. There's there's over a dozen ghost chilies in the batch that I made. Yeah. And honestly, it's not near as hot as I expected it to All be. Right, here we but go. the flavor is <laughs> is bomb. All I right, think. here we go. Mmm, <laughs> dude. Dude. That's delicious. Right? Right? It's a mm. it is a it is a garlic. Chipotle? Um, is, is there it, chipotle yes, in there? So it? so it's I because I, I love garlic. So this one's a garlic well, chipotle yeah. ghost pepper sauce. That's delicious, Fucking dude. Bomb, my friend. And and that one actually has some tomato in it as well. But yeah. That's fantastic. Yeah, dude. So there's your oh, bottle. There's your you, it's so good. That is really, really it's not, good. But again, it's not as hot as you would expect. They're no. more they're more flavor. There's spice to it. Don't get me wrong. No, it's it's like But it's 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 pleasant spice. It's not the kind of spice that you eat to intentionally like burn your mouth out or anything. I'd say like as far as like a spice level goes, it's on par with like um like a, like a, like the Nando's peri peri hot yeah i i think like next a, time that's probably pretty cool. i think next time i'm gonna do more ghosts in it because i do i do want that one to be more spicy so i think next time i'll do more and my ghost chilies know, were that's... not were not all completely ripe so that could have had something to do with it too but we'll see. i mean i'm cool with you going hotter that's the sweet spot though right there i agree i think you hit the sweet spot with that. i don't it, disagree with it you. it tastes so good and the the heat like Listen, I like doing the the heat challenges every once in a while and stuff, but when it comes to actually putting hot sauce on you stuff, want hot sauce you can enjoy. Right. Yeah, I'm with you. Right. I'm I wish you. I would have had this when I like uh, I I unthawed the remainder of my chili a few days ago and mm. ate the rest of it. That would have been fantastic in there. Cool. Yep. Awesome, dude. Thank there you. There you go. That's very good. All right. Anyway, though, that's the end of my my things. Unless you want me to like whip something else out and gift it to you. <laughs> We'll see. <laughs> like, like your Yule log? Ah, all no. right. Too early. Too early. Um, no, it's my cornhole acopia. <laughs> okay. Speaking of things that shouldn't exist. Blumpkins. We got some things wrong last week. <laughs> I disagree. Stupid! You're so all right, James. A couple of corrections from last week. Yeah, uh, dude. You probably have some more that I probably heard and didn't write down. There's a couple of them. But first off, uh, Billy Corgan is not in his late 40s. He is definitely 55 years old. Oh, is he? I thought 55? he was in his late, early, late 40s, maybe early 50s, but he's definitely halfway through. Oh, I thought he was 53. The five, the five decades now. All right. Well, but there he goes. That also, uh, I'm a boner. Uh, I totally <laughs> forgot. Uh, speaking of corrections, put the wrong music in last week for corrections. Definitely and, put bleed feed music in. And and also totally left out the uh, <laughs> the audio clip of the trailer. So I left a big gaping hole in the middle of the recording last week. Whoops. Sorry. So we apologize for the gape. Um, the the, uh, you... the, uh, the 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 quality control here is it, it just sucks. We got to fire the guy that does it. Yeah. Not that good anymore. So yeah. It we'll is what it we'll is. We'll get on that. 
Um, and then the only thing I have, there were a few other things that I thought might be corrections, but they ended up really not being corrections. So McKamey Manor is the name of the extreme haunt in San Diego, California, ah, okay. that's run by the two old people. Although they haven't done it, they haven't done it since 2020, I believe. Okay, because of Makes you sense. know the Makes COVID. Sense. Uh, cause here in pretty close quarters and people are like puking in your face and shit like that. So yeah, it's not very conducive yeah. for, uh, for yep. deadly diseases. Yep. Really not good. Or um, it's very conducive for deadly diseases. Yeah. Spreading diseases. Yeah. yeah. yeah for sure. Well, that's scary. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and there was, oh, I meant to ask Aaron and I forgot to. So next week I will get back to you on whether or not there are actually hand dryers like way up high. I asked Kristen. Did you? Yes. She's never heard of them. Really? Okay. Yeah. Now I did. I did now mention though that these were in theme parks. I was going to say so it would says, make sense. It, in it a does theme make park sense because you're. Getting, she's you know, never heard of them or seen them. Though. Right on. So take yeah. that for what it is. Okay. All right then. Well, I guess okay. that's, I guess that's settled. That's it. Well, that's it for corrections. So what are we doing this week, Michael? James, we're talking about our. Gah. That's that's not actually that's not what we're talking about. We're talking that's about. it. <laughs> I guess I well there's Ooh, hello. There's uh, uh <laughs> Gah. actually yeah. Yeah. Nah. It's just sort of <laughs> just sort of meh. Yeah. Yeah. It's not not uh those 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 are the, pi- the pineapples. Those are the melons <laughs> you put back when you pick them up at the store because they're like not good enough. <laughs> you like you pick you pick them up and like you give them a little squeeze and like it Oh, oh. That, guy, <laughs> that guy just got smacked in the face with a tit. Oh, uh, she actually kind of looks like a, a weird younger yet older version of Betty White too. It's oh. it's distracting. Yeah, that's weird. It's very strange. This bar looks like the type of bar I'd totally hang these, out in. What is going on? Also, well, especially because of the dude pile. We're watching Jesus. we're watching Pledge Night, and it's uh, I've never seen this before. It's getting erotic and homoerotic at the same time, yeah. and also there's strippers slapping guys in the face with titties. What is she doing to that corn cob? I, I mean know. that in the most legit way. Oh. <laughs> Uh, okay, Benjamin, what are we doing this week, James? <laughs> Jesus Christ. All right, so this week, werewolves. Werewolves. Yeah, werewolves. Uh, so this week, werewolves, and we're talking about um, The Wolf of Snow Hollow. Yes. A movie we covered on the original Trailer Trashed. That's right. Back in what, 2018? 2020. No, no, James, 2020. 2020? No, twenty end of 2019, early 2020. We only did six episodes, and then we stopped because of the pandemic. Yeah. So, fucking yeah, pandemic. so 2020. Yeah, right on. Well, uh, so, The Wolf of Snow Hollow and Werewolves Within. And to go along with that, Michael found us from City Built Brewing Company in Grand Rapids, Michigan. This uh, is this is the can that last week, I think I saw this on air. Um, we did this, we did Werewolves this week literally because I wanted to use this beer and sometimes they disappear on me. And yep. I wanted to make sure we got this in because this is maybe one of the coolest cans we've ever had, besides mine and yours. Um, <laughs> one of the coolest cans we've ever had on the show. Um, I would put this in the top like three, I think. And honestly. it and it looks like it. So who's the who's the art by? It says right here, uh, art by. Man, why do they make the cans so fucking hard to read? Degroff Design. Okay. Yeah, it's just a super cool looking werewolf painting but it's like hyper stylized it's almost like a it almost looks like a like sort of a tribal style um i could see that yeah like, yeah 
Look up, uh, go to go to your interwebs and look up Werewolves of Michigan West Coast IPA. Yeah, this is Werewolves of Michigan West Coast IPA. How, how uh, could you not find that on the can? It's literally right there. Oh, it's so small, Mike. Oh, come on, open your eyes. Um, <laughs> so hold on, what that? So on the can, there's no really, there's not really a write up about the, um, about the beer itself. But we've never done a a city built brewing company beer before i don't so, believe so uh so sent 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 San me oh Diego. that's not that's not what that says sent me sent um uh oh <laughs> it's because i was doing voice to text and you started talking while i was <laughs> so <laughs> uh, old traditions combine and become new trends we strive to reflect that energy in our innovative beer recipes methods and in our puerto rican inspired food served in our downtown tap room yeah, again, in Grand Rapids, Michigan. Cities are, we are, gosh, voice to text sucks. Cities are where cultures collide, ideas get remixed, and societal shifts start. What does that have to do with beer? Uh, it's just like, that's a little bit about that their message, dude. Oh. It's on the can. I don't know. I just read what was on the can. That's fair. Um, <clears throat> So this is Werewolves of Michigan West Coast IPA. It's a seven percenter made with mosaic, hydra, and crystal hops. It's crisp, it's peachy, and it has what kind of aromas, Mike? Uh, what's wolf, our what's our what's aromas. our favorite? If if you were to smell a if you were to smell the musk of a of a wolf in in the air, what would you say? What what kind of what kind of what would you describe that musk as? Uh, of a wolf? Yeah, that you could also describe a beer as earthy. Mm, no, well, I mean that's good, but Oaky? Mm, wolfy. What if the what if the wall? What if the wolf was extremely high? Oh, those uh, those. Come on. The, uh, uh, skunky. D- oh, skunky? getting closer. Dank, 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 ah, man. It's got dang. dank aromas. Sorry, it is Grand Rapids. Grand Rapids is pretty dank. <laughs> um, Just saying. So, fun fact, uh, Grand Rapids is where I got super drunk and did a front flip off of the stage at a newfound glory concert. That was a fun day. And I got it on <laughs> and I got it on film cuz I was also there. It's embarrassing. <laughs> Why? I think that's a pretty oh good God. video. So fucking hammered. Didn't know that my brother and uh, my sister-in-law were at the show until I got a text from my sister-in-law saying, "Sweet front flip." <laughs> Sweet front flip, bro. How Something did you not like know that. they were there? I mean, I could. Well, they lived in Grand Rapids at the time. I just didn't know they were going to be there. I just didn't know. We went to Grand. So we went to Grand Rapids to go to that show, and you didn't call your brother and tell I him. I might have talked to him. Town. I might have talked to him, but he might have been undecided or something like that. I don't know. I don't. I was also really drunk, so. <laughs> but we went. And, that. But we went out. We went and hung out for like six hours before the show. You think that you would have called your brother? No. All right. Let's try Werewolves of Michigan. Sir? Cheers, bud. Cheers. Cheers to beers and fears. Okay. Something about this is way more enjoyable while watching a man get spanked. Oh. <laughs> see, I didn't get I didn't see that part. This is really good. I, I I'm it's I'm waiting a... for there to be something unpleasant, but there's nothing. It's not unpleasant. It's also not like it's very mild. Yeah. It's it, very mild. Like, nothing about it really uh, is blowing my mind. No, it just tastes like a very standard, mild IPA. It's like a, it's like a set, well, I would say a sessionable IPA, except for it's 7%. I it's mean, heavier like, than that. Yeah. You can you can taste the creaminess in it. Like, it's a little, 
It's a little heavier than that creaminess. Ooh. Ooh. It is though. It is though. Ooh. The mouth feels a little more. Get ready more, for my sweetness. It's Ooh. a little more velvety, if you will, than like a <laughs> than like a founder's session IPA or something like that. I'm not getting you know? the, I'm not getting the peachiness from it, but uh I don't know. Maybe I'm gonna let it sit for a few minutes and really let it breathe. Like really take in the air oh, from, I like from it. the basement. Which like is it. usually stale and farty, but <laughs> that it is. You almost stank your daughter out of here uh, earlier. <laughs> She's like, why are you lighting a candle? I'm like, well, me and Mike, uh, we're both gassy people, so it's true. It's best to just have something something burning at all times down here. All right, Werewolves of Michigan, uh, you win. You, you pass the test for today. You do pass the test, except for I could use a little bit more of those dank aromas. Mm. Got some weed? Get, get fucking... I do, yeah, but... <laughs> Smoke some, bro. Um, yeah, so anyway, uh, that's what we're drinking, and that's what we're talking about. So now it's time to get trashed and watch a trailer. All right, James, first up on Trailer Trash, because we got a twofer this week. What? Twofer, baby. I didn't sign up for this shit. You, you did, actually. Oh, did I? You, yeah, you absolutely signed up for it. I don't yes. remember signing yes, anything. <sighs> Sorry. That's probably true. Um, you, you were. That's true. Um, oh, it's playing yeah, already. Oh, yeah, I, okay. I'm moving. I, 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 let me get there. All right. So the first movie that we are watching, James, is... Don't look at this. Look Can at I, this. Okay. I, I well, never it's know. it's called Gale. I, it's called Gale. Okay. That's all you need to know. All right. Okay. Gale's one of those words that it's um, what I, it, it's it gets stuck in my brain and then I feel like I'm I feel like I'm not it no longer has any meaning. Gale. 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 Yeah. Gale. Skirt. Skirt. Is Skirt. One yeah. For me. Yep. So, yeah. Yep. Now it's gonna right. bother me the rest. Of the uh, night. We'll Gale. talk more about this afterwards. Uh, I've seen part of this trailer, not the whole thing. Um, but uh, yeah, there we go. This is called Gale. Is this is about Dorothy Gale. Look it up and there you go. Just, okay. Who's Dorothy Gale? Who's Dorothy Gale? Mike, you live with somebody who's fucking obsessed with the Wizard of Oz. Oh. Play the, I don't think I ever heard her last name. Play the trailer. Why does that not? It feels like it knows me. Like it's calling me. How long has this been happening? Stay away from us. 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 Um. Okay. Well, that doesn't look good. Um. I don't know. I don't know that it doesn't look good. I think that it's. One of the things that we mentioned while we were watching it is that I can't tell if it's super low budget or if it's decently budgeted yeah some things look good some things look kind of low i'm guessing by the end of the trailer though just the way that the credits were written out it's kind of a low budge looking ending what i know I... that sounds i know that sounds weird but like there's we, the way you can tell the credits are written out sometimes it's not done by like the major motion picture people which tells me that it's a little bit like low budge i don't know that it looks bad though i don't know um, I'd be willing to give it a shot. <laughs> the uh, well, sure, I'll, I'm willing to give it a shot. And I, I like, I like movies that 
uh, I guess it's kind of hit or miss. When you have a like a horror movie that tries to expand on a on a beloved film like oh, The Wizard of Oz. By the way, I did know what it was. I was fucking okay. with James. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> I'm glad. Um, the part where she's where she where she was saying "Stay away from us," and it sounded like "us" at first, and then she says "Oz" at the end. Yeah. Stay away from us. Uh, that was annoying for like the first. 20 seconds and then when her face changed it was kind of creepy yeah well it didn't need to go on for 20 seconds either right and um, the whole rest of the trailer was just quietness and nothing really happening yeah um that was weird so bad trailer and, and also why did all of did all of dorothy's uh dorothy gale from kansas did all of her did all of her uh family move to ireland after <laughs> these people had irish accents like why uh maybe why did they? Why did because, they have Irish accents? Because emerald green and green Ireland, and that makes sense. Oh, okay. Sure. I mean, the Irish flag is orange, white, and green. So you have the Emerald City. Orange is kind of like the yellow brick road, kinda. They white, sh- white is the color of all the people. In us. <laughs> <laughs> they should have ended. Well, the Wicked Witch from the West is green. Well, fair. So fair. Um, they should have ended the trailer after the yeah, and they tried to kill her (laughs) after the old. (laughs) Well, they do kill her. Um, they should have ended the trailer after Dorothy's face changed. I agree, but but also they shouldn't have let that amount of that that part go on for twenty seconds. Yeah, so not a great trailer. So really, the trailer should have only been thirty seconds long. Not a great trailer. I feel like this is um this is like we're at the, the the threshold. I feel like of of. All of these weird horror takes on different things. We had that Winnie, that Winnie the Pooh movie. There is another one coming out yeah. by that same company. Um, another beloved something or other. So they're just like waiting for stuff to fall into public domain and then maybe, scooping it up. And, maybe. Yeah. So we have that one. We have Wizard of Oz. There's the other one that the Pooh people made. I can't. Uh, <laughs> Pooh people. <laughs> I, I can't think of what it was. I, I remember reading about it though. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I I would give this one a shot though. I'm uh, hoping there's another trailer that comes out that maybe makes it look better. I will give it a shot. I think it's interesting when they do these ex- ex- expansions, especially if they're trying to be serious about it. Like the Winnie the Pooh movie, it's obvious what they're doing, right? Like they're just having fun. But and that one looked better than this. You think it's so? A, well, yes, because that one was obviously just fun. That's fair. Like they like they had a good time with it because taking a taking a an old property like that especially something that, that was made for children and turning it into a horror movie kind of like the uh, that's the banana what the hell is the banana splits banana splits movie sure you i think you hated it i didn't, didn't you? i didn't care for it i thought it was fun and i thought it was funny like i you know sure i get that i think when you're taking a children's property you got to you got to make it fun no that's and that's also totally fair. and also they already made a horror movie out of Wizard of Oz, and it was Return to Oz. Uh, it's true. That, that wasn't. Was, I don't think that was an intentional horror movie, but it was a horror movie. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Right. I don't know, dude. I'll, moving on. I'll to, watch it, but it doesn't look great. Yeah. Moving on to uh, number two. Actually, there's. We could do an episode with that movie and something else. I'm not going to spoil it, but there's there's another movie that goes uh, in tandem with that that we could totally do. Is it the Yellow Brick Road yeah, movie? Yeah. Well. The name gives it away. It really does. Um, <laughs> Obviously. The next movie we're doing, uh, everyone's talking about it. I actually have not seen the trailer for this. Uh, so we're going to watch it now. It's called Christmas Bloody Christmas. Oh, have yeah. you watched this yet? No. 
It's another Christmas uh, horror movie. Oh, I, I know. Gathered that. <clears throat> I know, James. I'm bringing on the holiday cheer here. Uh, but everyone's talking about it, and uh, we are going to actually. Hold on, I gotta call you out. You started Christmas before anybody did. Why? Because you had us watch that David Harbor Christmas trailer like a month and a half ago. Oh, I didn't start at Christmas. Yes, you did. No, the internet started Christmas. Nope. Don't that blame me. Don't blame me, you, dude. Uh, all right, Christmas, bloody Christmas. Here we go. The U.S. Defense Department has spent over a trillion dollars on the most cutting-edge robot technology, introducing Robo Santa Plus for the upcoming holiday season. What are you going to do this fine Christmas Eve? I was potentially going to go meet up with a dude. It's him. Oh, Santa Claus? Yeah, it's fucking, fucking Santa, Santa Claus. Claus. Have you heard from the boys down at the scene yet? They're still down there counting bodies. No, no, no. Amazing. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah, I'm Hell into that yeah. one, dude. Um, so good. Yeah, uh, I before before I before uh before uh Joe Bagos 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 his Be- name Bagos yeah something before like his name even popped up I it was like looks like it's it. the lighting yeah it's like the pink and blue and yep. green lighting yep. like you you can just tell his style when you see it I never realized that he was tailor made for a Christmas movie dude that, now we know that looks amazing that and the David Harbor movie both look fantastic I think I know what we're doing for Christmas this year yeah for sure yep um when does that come out um, I think it was early December. Okay, cool. Yeah, I'm not mistaken. I already clicked off it, but yeah, we're definitely doing December. those together because in one of them, Santa is the the real Santa. This Santa is the killer in both movies, but in one movie he's the hero, and in one movie he's the villain. The villain, yeah, and it's I'm, perfect. And I'm into it. That looks, yeah. Um, I, I don't know looks, what else to add to it. It, it, looks it looks like so much fun. Like it's if you've watched uh, if you've watched VFW or uh, or or Bliss, like. These movies are violent. Just and they're amazing. Blood spraying everywhere. The lighting is amazing, and they're hyper stylized. This one has a robotic Santa on the on the loose, murdering children and shooting green lasers out of his eyes. It just looks awesome. I mean, it's festive as fuck. Yeah, it looks <laughs> it looks like a lot of fun. I'm super stoked about the, that. The uh, soundtrack's amazing. Yeah, Metal Christmas will always be my favorite Christmas. Oh, of course. I I, t- I tell you what. I am not classic Christmas music person. I know you give me crap for that in the past. Um, to each their own. I love Christmas music. I love metal Christmas. I do. I oh, love. Oh well, yeah, dude. August Burns Red has put out multiple Christmas records. I don't listen to them outside of Christmas, but their Christmas records, fucking fantastic. <laughs> that's my. That is okay, my. Okay, so that's the metal Christmas you're talking about. Like well, I thought, other I thought, stuff too. I thought you meant like. Uh, like what the what the hell's the name? Hail of Santa. It? No, well, Hail Santa, obviously. <laughs> no, what's the what's the fucking uh, the band that the band that does the all the what Christmas? What are you music? talking it's about? It's instrumental metal Christmas. It's like hair like hair Trans-Siberian? metal. Trans Siberian Trans Siberian Orchestra. Yeah, they're great. Too. I thought that's what you meant. Oh no, metal, like metal, like 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 metal bands, chuggy chuggies, chuggy chuggies, and screaming about no, no. Christmas there's no vocals. Shit. That's the thing. Oh, the, is it the, just? The August oh, okay. Burn Red records are mostly instrumental. Yeah. Right on. Okay, I can I can get into that. Yeah. Something about somebody screaming about Christmas that seems weird to me. Jingle bells, jingle bells. 
That sounds terrible. Um, I mean, don't get me wrong. There's some that have vocals, but most of them are instrumental. Sure, yeah. They're great. Anyway, though. Uh, uh, that's... Dude, that looks fun. I'm super into that. Um, I'm trashed. We watched the trailer. You're, are you trashed? I'm trailer trashed. No, ah, no dude. Um, yeah. So anyway, let's get into the Bleed Feed. The Bleed Feed. annoying <laughs> uh ooh, pickled eggs i haven't had a good pickled egg in a long time oh dude pickled f- anything pickled mm. eggs pickled bologna labia, P- pickled labia. <laughs> <laughs> there you go <laughs> um, i don't know why labia is on the brain there was a you um, draw, you there was <laughs> no there was what we talked you about you draw you draw a bath for your girlfriend <laughs> <laughs> you secretly secretly brine them Make the water into a giant brine. Just soak for a couple hours. <laughs> just, just call me when you're starting to wrinkle. Lip smacking. Um, no, we were talking about, we were watching something, and something came up about an inflatable labia. And I'm like, we should get an inflatable labia and then put it on people's Christmas displays. Next, their big blow ups on their lawn. <laughs> inflatable labia? I forget where I, I forget where it came from. It came from something, though. I'm yeah. searching this right now. <laughs> Please do. I can't imagine what's going to come up for you. Uh, while you're doing that, I will get into some news here. Uh, another week, no more deaths. Hey, it's been a good... Uh, hopefully, the rest of 2022 can can keep up here. Yeah. Doubt that it will, but... Um, there is one death, though. It's not from a person, but it is from a movie. Uh, the Conjuring 2 featured the Crooked Man, and James Wan had been talking for a long time about bringing the Crooked Man to the big screen. Well, unfortunately, that project is dead according to James Wan. Uh, they are not doing the Crooked Man um, spinoff. Now, they are doing the Nun 2 still and Conjuring 4, just for whatever reason, the Crooked Man fell through. All right. Um, um, I mean, don't do the Nun 2, obviously. Yeah. The doing nuns, it. I'd the rather sucked. have a Crooked Man movie than the Nun 2. I, like, this isn't terrible news to me. I, I Like, the Crooked Man is a, in theory is a cool character yeah. and and was kind of cool on screen. I felt like he was out of sort of out of place. Oh, he certainly was. In it, in uh it seemed in, like uh, a, the Conjuring 2. It seemed like a blatant attempt for them to introduce a character that they could intentionally spin off. Right. Which right. is exactly how the nun felt to me in the in Conjuring 2 as well. Sure, yeah. So, there you um, go. Um yeah, and I love Javier Botet. As do I. Uh so cool, but there's better characters to like Yeah, like the straight man. <laughs> Make it's a movie just, about a straight man. It's just him. <laughs> just him out in the world. Hi. <laughs> just randomly talking to girls. <laughs> I'd watch it. Uh anyway though, yeah, Crooked Man is dead in the water. Um James Wan does say that he hopes to make it sometime in the future, but as of right now it's dead. So there you go. Uh speaking of dead films, this is exciting. Um Guillermo del Toro. This mm-hmm. is the big news. First off, Guillermo del Toro joined Instagram mm. officially. Right on. Uh, at GDT Real. That's his handle. <laughs> GDT Real? Guillermo del Toro Real. Um, so GDT. Are anyway, we already following him? Uh, not yet, but you should do it right now. Yeah. Um, what's news, though, is not him uh, joining Instagram, but what he posted this week. And what he posted this week is pretty fucking awesome. Back in 2006... 
it was announced that Del Toro was working on a movie called At the Mount, or I'm sorry, At the Mountains of Madness. Yeah. And everybody was super excited about it because A, it's Del Toro. B, based off of H.P. Lovecraft. Everyone knows how much Del Toro loves Lovecraft. So this was like a match made in heaven. Uh, unfortunately, the movie uh, got passed on by a bunch of studios and then it eventually was dead in the water. Uh, he has said in recent years that he's they're still whipping people. What is going on? Yeah, this movie, uh, Pledge Night, is mostly dudes with hairy asses getting... <laughs> Getting either paddled or or fake branded. Sorry, I don't mean to cut, <laughs> cut off there. Um, unfortunately, though, uh, uh, the movie's dead in the water. But everybody has still wanted it. This is one of those movies that like was super. They actually branded that guy. Yeah, yeah, they did. They I were noticed. doing the old hot and cold trick, and they they actually branded that guy. We Sorry, know go hot <laughs> Del Toro. <laughs> um, All right, go ahead. This was one of those movies though that like is one of those sad stories that it, it should have been made and never was. Um, At the Mountains of Madness, Hamlet by Ham would have been incredible. Um, and what he posted this week was CGI uh, screen tests of mm. one of those scenes. Did you watch it? I did, I, yeah, I did see this. How are we not getting this in real yeah. life? Like, like, it's it's all CG, so even the human characters are CG, even though it looks really good, actually. Uh-huh. Um, and it's about this crazy Lovecraftian creature, like Tentacle Man thing that comes out of the, the depths, and it's tentacle amazing. Tentacle Man thing. I don't know. It looks incredible to me. To me, it looks like an updated version of The Thing, is, um, is what it like really reminded me of. Yeah, it almost looks like, uh, I'm watching it right now, it almost looks like a uh, something out of the, the Thing... Uh, sequel mm-hmm. the the one from 2011 or whatever um well that that doesn't give it much uh what a lot of people hate that movie that's all all right you're yeah not, you're, but, not, you're not really selling this uh mountains of badness thing yeah but uh those people are those are people stupid. are du- those people yeah. are dumb no, it was it a was pretty good. it was a pretty good movie um but yeah it's uh it looks amazing it's it's very uh well, the thing is too this was a cgi screen test you know del toro would have done a lot of that practically oh hell yeah dude so just imagine that yeah. um i've actually had the screenplay for this for a long time plus horror in the winter yeah i mean yeah we love that i've had the screenplay to this for a long time and i should read it i haven't yet but uh that needs to happen but uh we're, if you're we're interested, gonna do it on air Yes, we're gonna. I know. I know. Del Toro said that uh, he still would love to make it, but his vision for the film has changed over the last twenty years, yeah. almost twenty years. So he'd be rewriting the script. But maybe one day we'll get it. Who knows? Uh, keep your fingers crossed. Ooh, that's a burpee. <laughs> All right. Speaking of uh, uh, a burpee. Speaking weird. of burpee, <laughs> <laughs> Nicholas Cage. Uh, we all love Nicholas Cage. Uh, he's going to be starring in a new movie called Long Legs. Unfortunately, it's not Nicholas Cage that is the news here. At least in my eyes, not not even not unfortunately. Fortunately, Nicholas Cage is not the part of the news. It's exciting to me. Okay. Uh, what's exciting to me is that it's being written and directed by Oz Perkins. Oh. Which we love Oz Perkins. Everything that he does is pretty fucking amazing. Yeah. Um, there's no plots known at the time. Uh, however, it is being made in the vein of classic Hollywood psychological thrillers. And if anybody knows anything about classic Hollywood psychological thrillers, it's one of the Perkins boys. Well, it's the Perkins boy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, you know, his his he's so steeped in all of the history of Psycho. Yeah. Which is the ipso facto psychological thriller. Yeah. Come on. 
Sure. Nick Cage, Oz Perkins, sign me up. Yeah. Long legs. I hope it's about spiders. Daddies. <laughs> daddies. That's what I hope I, it's about. I mostly just hope it's about daddies, <laughs> specifically leather daddies. <laughs> um, I don't know. That's just exciting. Those two working together is pretty awesome. Um, um, but is yeah. I mean, I was actually just thinking about uh, what the hell is the name of the uh, the, 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 uh, the 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 black coat's daughter. Yes, so that good. we did so good. We did oh. that last year. Um, that was with what's her name, um, <clears throat> the girl from Sabrina. I can't think of her name right now. Um, Ke- uh, Kieran Ship. Yeah, Ke- Kieran, Kieran. Is Shipka. it Kieran or Kiernan? Kiernan. Kiernan Shipka. Ke- Kiernan Shipka. Yeah, and she, uh, she was great. And the and then the other girl from Scream Queens. Why can't I think of her name? Uh, ah! <laughs> is that her name? <laughs> but no, I love that movie. Oh, it's great. And I was just thinking, it's one of those movies that like just pops into my head every once in a while because Wait. there's something... What? It what? wasn't the Roberts girl, was it? Yeah, Emma Roberts. Yeah, it's yeah. the one. Okay. Um, yeah. Uh, the Roberts girl. I really, I really like Osgood's... Uh, well, I get, I, uh, he approaches his he films. I like his, his writing. Films. Yeah, he approaches his films, it seems like, with an old soul kind of thing. Like, he yeah. really has a reverence. And this is what I was talking about. Like he's so steeped in that old school way of doing it, right? Because of his dad, because of the the Hitchcock, you know everything. Like Osgood Perkins, still my favorite role of his, Dead and Breakfast. He's so good in it. Well, that and Legally Blonde. <clears throat> but well, there's that. That's also a horror movie in its own right. But um, no, he's just we just watched just, it the other day. <laughs> he's just perfect for this kind of movie. So yeah, I'm very excited to see it. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm into basically whatever he's doing. If you've never seen any of his stuff, go watch it all. Get steeped in it and come back and watch this one. I'd still I'd still watch it. We need to do that Gretel and Hansel movie sometime. Because mm. uh, Alice Krieg as the witch in that movie is yeah. fucking creepy. That's, I think the only movie that I haven't seen is the I think it's, Gretel. yeah, same, yeah. same. All right, Um, our last bit of news for this week, James, is... uh. Last we'd heard about this, it's been a while. HBO Max was developing a series called Welcome to Dairy, which was a prequel to Andy Machete's It movies. Was? Was. Yeah. It was dead for a while, but apparently it's now back. Oh, okay. And uh, Andy and uh, Barbara Machete, uh, his wife, are on board, back on board to produce the series. Uh, they're moving forward with it. And uh, they now have announced some new showrunners. That of Jason Fuchs, who did Wonder Woman and uh, some Ice Age movies. So he's in like the movie aspect. Then you have um, Brad Caleb Kane, who did Black Sails and fucking one of my favorite shows, Fringe. Oh, right on. Um, the fact that a guy from Fringe is involved in this is very exciting to me because I think Fringe is, I think Fringe is maybe <clears throat> one of the best like primetime sci fi dramas ever made Mm -hmm. and i feel like it doesn't ever get the love that i always give it yeah you really don't so good i've seen a few one-off episodes that i really enjoyed yeah and uh i've always wanted to go back and rewatch the whole thing so fucking good dude so with him being joshua jackson's amazing uh what's his name um the old guy god i'm embarrassed his name coming to me but whatever like like so good so these are sci-fi guys well, one of them's not a sci-fi guy. One of them was more of a big blockbuster guy. Which is fine. And a sci-fi guy, mm-hmm. bringing them into the world of dairy. Yeah. It'll be interesting to yeah. see what they do with it. Just because, you know, it, it is a very... It's it, very I, sci-fi. It is very... Like, it's a... It's such... It is such a weird combination of sci-fi and horror. Yeah. 
um, and nostalgia. Sure. Like, it'll be really cool to see. Are you describing it or Dreamcatcher? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Um, Andy Muschietti is being eyed to direct the pilot episode as well. And that's very exciting. Yeah. Um, Speaking of here, though, just because this will make you happy. You know how me and the lady friend are doing our Stephen King book club? No. Yeah, exactly. Um, We are not doing The Shining next. We are going to. We are actually going to dive into it. Yes. Because we got a box that has goodies in it. Yes. I don't know where she found this thing from. My girlfriend's very much into cutesy things. We do stuff, and she found like a subscription box that... Gross. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. As you're reading the book, though, it like sends you a box that has things from the story in it. I don't know. It's cool. I like I the don't way I look at it, it's it's twenty pages of free shit. So I'll I think take it. I think I need to tell our I like I need to explain to our listener how uh just how sickening you two are. <laughs> it's like everything is a everything's a thing. Like let's make this a thing. Let's make this an adventure. Hey man. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna we're not only gonna read read Stephen King's it, but it's gonna be an adventure. Wait, are you jealous? No. Yeah, you are. You're, no. you're totally jealous. I don't listen. Because your wife hates you. I don't wanna <laughs> I don't wanna read chapter fifty five of it while while soaking in a bath bomb that smells like Pennywise's asshole. I mean, wouldn't you? <laughs> in fairness, wouldn't you? <laughs> only if it was the only oh my if God, it, it smells so cosmic. Only if it was the Bill Skarsgard Pennywise. <laughs> <laughs> then Aaron would be into it with me. Yep, yep, there you go. That's it. Maybe no. it does. Who knows? I'm just busting balls, um, though. No, like, this is... Is it the same place that she got the... Because you, you... No, no, different the, thing. Uh, different thing. She finds it, this shit. I don't know where she was finds it. Was it the but, Wizard of Oz that she did? Yeah, for... for Was it... Ve- what the fuck is going on? Oh, my God, dude. <laughs> Sorry. I apologize for the, the craziness of us. This guy's being honeyboarded. <laughs> we, we... Oh, no. They're going to put... Is, Oh God! Oh, no, there's cockroaches. Cockroach. We should. Man, we should do this movie. We should sometime. absolutely. <laughs> this no, no. Oh, they're putting honey and cockroaches on his face. I literally just got the chills. That's disgusting. This is like this is really not a a horror movie as much as it is like a torture movie. I was gonna go with a kinky movie. And I but... also said to you earlier, and I'm I'm pretty sure you agreed with me. Every dude in this movie is uglier than my <laughs> they ass. They really are. Every guy in this movie is so incredibly ugly it's like how did you find this many ugly people uh yeah. and then all Even... the girls are like oh. uh. <laughs> <laughs> they're well, like uh one out of three ain't bad <laughs> uh, there's like a there's like a six on in the middle and like a like a surrounded by a couple fours i don't know anyway what were we talking about uh uh no we did this wizard of oz thing for like valentine's day a couple days it's her favorite favorite movie she's obsessed with it sure yeah um but she found something where it's like has it's a whole watch experience thing whatever yeah so this is like a read experience that whatever no i'm actually i'm actually excited for you to uh not only read it because it's i love it so much but and i want to talk to you about it but uh but also i want to know what the hell's in those in in the packages as that you got I. in the box, as I'm, do I. So because one of them you can tell, like you picked it up and you handed it's it to hat. me. You're like, it's a hat, and I was like, why a hat? Like yeah, I, I can't, I can't think of anything in the in the book it that would revolve around a hat. I don't know, so I don't understand. We'll find out. But yeah, I'm excited to I'm excited to see what's in those packages. <laughs> so I'm gonna finally read it though, James. It's cool. Take us five years, but we, I'm yeah. gonna finally read it. When are you guys gonna start? Uh, any day now. Just whenever. Because right. we kind of have to read it though at the same pace, which is kind of not. I'm not gonna say no, annoying. Don't. Well, no, because we want to open the gifts at the same time. 
Oh. So, jeez. Oh, yeah, there's that, which is that makes it cutesy and whatever, but you know. <sighs> I know okay. you're so well, je- you're look, so jealous. Of I'm me. not jealous. I'm I'm sickened by it, and I look forward to talking to you about the book It in 2026. All right, that'll mark be it, fun. Mark it down. <laughs> uh, all right, that's all we got. Cool, man. Uh, we're gonna take a quick break. I think I'm gonna switch the movies because this, <laughs> this is getting weird. I don't know what these guys are about to chug, but I'm not into <laughs> it. Um, and they're all so oh. ugly. My God. <laughs> Uh, it's just chocolate milk. That's gotta be chocolate milk, right? Uh, was it was it was it made by the? Uh... These guys are all lactose intolerant. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, we're gonna take a quick break. When we get back, we're gonna talk about some werewolves. Yeah, yeah, baby. Throughout this, you'll see faces ripped apart with hooks, a man slashing himself into a bloody pulp, and graphic, macabre, torturous images that defy description. James, oh James. What? Ooh, what's up, tits? Um, <laughs> what's up, tits? Um, do you believe in werewolves? Uh, I wish I didn't because they scare the shit out of me. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, wow. You just straight through a, a rate. We got to stop watching this movie. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I gotta, we don't, I we don't need to do an episode on this movie now because we've been doing yeah. it for the entire episode. I can't put on movies we've never seen before. No, no. <laughs> um, okay, I'm looking at you now. Yeah, Your sorry. beautiful face. What's up, tits? I'm, what's up, tits? <laughs> um, I wish I didn't believe in werewolves because werewolves scare the absolute shit out of me. Yeah. They're kind um, of terrifying. But yes, I do. You do, actually. Yep. Like, you actually think like skinwalkers and all that stuff, like all these native kind of things, you think there's truth to it? I kind of do. In to, the... be, to be like perfectly honest with you, there's I, I kind of do. I, I want to. Like I, I feel like there needs to be more in the world. Like, 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 like I believe, like I'm not religious, right? But I do believe that like demons, like I want demons to be real, like super yeah. bad. So I feel like if I have to, if I believe in that, I got to believe in other things too, right? Listen, I don't, I don't know. It's weird. Like, I don't necessarily believe that, uh, like a, like a, a person who, a person who transforms into a wolf at the full moon, right? Sure. But I don't totally not believe that either. I think, like, it's weird. Like, I really want werewolves to be a real thing. There's the look. We have the Michigan Dog Man. Sure. Right. We sure. have a very, a very. That's um, just my uncle Hank. But <laughs> we have Hank Heckman. Um, we have a, a popular myth or legend here in in Michigan about the Michigan Dog Man. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you're a believer in Bigfoot as sort of a missing link between, uh, you know, like the great apes and humans or something like that, sure. right? Sure. I mean, why couldn't there be <laughs> the great link between dogs and humans? Well, like I like <laughs> canines and or I don't know, I don't how know, dude. The, how would the dog man come to be though? Would it literally just be a uh, a product of uh, of a beast sexual relationship? I don't know, because that doesn't really work, it does it? Until it does. Until it does, right? <laughs> and then you get the dog man. 
I don't know. I don't. I'd like to. I don't know if I actually believe in werewolves. I don't like. I kind of want to because I think they're scary as hell, and like I, I think that that makes life a little more interesting. But sure. no, I mean, like the the way that they're the way that they're depicted in in horror movies. No, they yeah, don't, no, they don't exist. Obviously, I, I agree. Um, I I want to believe in it too. I I think there's an idea more that you could have like an entity that if it is way more powerful over like its own presentation you could have it turn into something maybe or maybe werewolf comes from bigfoot maybe 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 maybe. maybe it's all a case of misidentification who knows i don't know but actually to go back to it like i'm not i'm not entirely convinced that that skinwalkers don't exist i i what does like there's i just watch like there's some pretty there's some pretty messed up stuff that like uh, you know, like about skinwalkers, where it's like this is some pretty compelling stuff. Sure, where it's just like, how do you explain that? I we just watched an episode of something on some Netflix show. I forget what it was, but like it was literally about these like ex FBI agents who are like the, from the Navajo police, and they're mm-hmm. talking about skinwalkers and they're talking about this stuff. And the guy's like, I believe it because I fucking seen it. Like, really? I know it's real. See, okay. I like and yeah. you hear you hear stories about that. Then you know how much of this is their their upbringing in these these stories, <clears throat> and how much of it is real. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, I believe in aliens. I believe that. Right. I, I don't know. Right. I believe in aliens. I believe in ghosts. The, I believe I believe in Bigfoot. So why why would I not believe in werewolves? I don't know, dude. I believe that the people of Snow Hollow believed in a werewolf. That's what I believe. I do too. Well, I'll accept one. I'll accept one. <laughs> uh, the Wolf of Snow Hollow from 2020, directed by Jim Cummings. Uh, starring believe, Jim Cummings. Starring Jim Cummings, I believe, written by Jim Cummings. Written well. by Jim Cummings. Uh, he's just coming all over this. Um, <laughs> Jim's coming! <laughs> terror grips a small mountain town as bodies Dude. are discovered after each full moon. Losing sleep, raising a teenage daughter, and caring for his ailing father, Officer Marshall struggles to remind himself there's no such thing as werewolves. That's my new porn name. What's Jim, that? J- Jim's coming. Jim's coming. <laughs> it's literally his name, just with just, an S in just, a different place. Just shift the S. You just like shift the decimal point uh, a little bit. Dude, your name is Jim's coming. What's your What's your move? I switch the S. <laughs> I don't know what that means, but it sounds either. sexy. <laughs> um, yeah. So Jim's Jim. <laughs> Jim coming. Is uh, John Marshall, his father, uh, Sheriff Hadley, played by the late Robert Forrester. This was the last film that Robert Forrester was ever in. Ironic. He actually came out after Robert Forrester passed away. Ironic. He died in this movie, too. (laughs) (laughs) So it it makes sense. Uh, Ricky Lindholm plays Detective Julia Robson. Uh, weird, <laughs> weird looking babe in this movie, but 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 babe in real life. Weird looking babe in this movie. They really uh, upper peninsula her up for this movie. Is this they uh, Wisconsin her? Where does you will? T- where does this take place? Is it Wisconsin? Uh, no, it's not Wisconsin. It's I'm not actually sure where Snow Hollow is. Uh, find that out. Okay. Um, let's see here. Anyway, though, um, you have Chloe East who plays Jenna, Will Madsen who plays Paul, bunch of other people that I'm sure we'll get to. Both of these movies are have huge casts, and they're kind of hard to keep track of in terms of like who played who and and whatnot. Especially when you're like me and you're not good with names. Like you watch a movie, but you like you know who people are talking about when they say the name, 
but to go back and tell somebody what the character name was, I'm no good at it. Yeah, you suck at that. Yeah, so I'm going to depend on you for most of the stuff. Well, um, but hold on. I suck at it, too. <laughs> we're fucked. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's Utah. Utah, okay. Yeah, I mean, yeah it's, that's kind of sconsony. Different part of the country, but... No, it's definitely not sconsony at all. <laughs> that's you, you Sconson. You Sconson. Um, I love this movie. Oh, dude. Dude, I... I, I need to say that right off the bat because I, I have to say this is one of the funniest movies I've seen in a long time. I was rolling. Yeah. This is dry humor done right to me. Yeah. Like, fuck Wes Anderson. This. This is dry humor done right. I don't know if you... Uh, it, it really reminds... Like, the the dialogue, especially Jim Cummings. Uh, um, <laughs> Jim's coming. Um, who plays John Marshall the lead character yeah. uh just like his the style of dialogue like how fast his and delivery. quippy he is it's to me it's very not to not to pull a fucking uh john and brian here but it's it, it was it was kind of letter kenny-ish okay just like that very like you're losing me why am I losing you? I'm kidding. Do you know anything about Letter Kenny? No, I've, never, watched, wa- I've never watched it simply because of John. Okay. Well, yeah, yeah. He, he fucking he Johned it for you. But yeah. uh <laughs> it's it's very like it's very uh it's very dry and the delivery is is very deadpan. But like the shit that's coming out of his mouth through the whole movie is just like like it's it's hilarious, dude. It I, is. It's, I, but it's weird. It's like a very it's it, it's like it's like a very weird mix of hilarious and there's also like some pretty it's also like some pretty deep and tragic shit that's sure going on like, like what he's deals, like what he's dealing with his with his father right it deals yeah. like dealing with dealing with the idea of his if his dad getting old and like not being able to keep up and then eventually spoiler alert his dad's death the mort- just mortality um, in general yeah. like being a father to a daughter who he can't connect with but also at the same time struggling with alcoholism. <laughs> yep. Like he's like he's clean in, in the beginning of the movie. It doesn't, it doesn't look like he's struggling with it. He's doing it pretty good. In fairness. Well, no, in the beginning <laughs> of the in the beginning of the movie, he's six years sober. Yeah. And then when he starts drinking again, he does it well. Yeah. Like he's fucking, not struggling with the drinking. Yeah, I mean, like <laughs> I've never chugged half a bottle of Listerine before, but <laughs> One of my notes is, dude, don't drink Listerine. What are you doing? Well, if you're looking to get fucked up really fast, it's not a bad idea. Um, <laughs> oh, I love that. It. It's so good. Um, <laughs> it was pretty terrible, though, too. Like It was terrible, it, it's, but... It's weird how this movie never really... It never stops being funny, but it, but it can inject this really sort of dark, tragic stuff in the middle of all the humor Yeah, it's without, a... like, taking you... Without taking you away from the human, like the human experience of it all, it's, it's yeah, it's really wild. It's a really rare movie that does everything that it wants to do, yeah, extremely well. Yeah, man, the writing was great. I thought the writing was so good. It was a perfect cast. It was yeah. perfect everything. Yeah, every, um, everybody, the like, just the, the 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 delivery from all the actors was was spot, spot. on. Yep. Like, I don't know, dude. This movie was so good. So this is the story of, uh, there's some killings that happen. Some yep. people die, and uh, they're trying to figure out what it is. And uh, the entire police force is convinced that it's a werewolf. And Jim Cummings is, uh, John Marshall, rather, uh, he's convinced. He's like, people, it is not a wolf. 
this is the man. Like, when do I get to be right? <laughs> um, he's he's the only one that's sane enough until he starts thinking about it too. But it turns yeah. out, spoilers, he ends uh, up being right. <laughs> yeah, I was I was gonna say, uh, you know, obviously, if you've been here before, then you know. But if you're new to the show, spoiler alerts. We're gonna talk about Welcome. everything. Welcome. We just ruined the movie for yeah, you. Yeah, we just ruined it. So you know, go but, fuck yourself. Yeah, but um, but he's like, it's so funny because he he's so steadfast in his belief, and then like he turns a corner to where he's like, well, maybe, maybe it is this thing that people are talking about. And then, of course, it's not. Um, so this is a werewolf movie without an actual werewolf. But at no point, at no point in the movie do you, like, it's hard to pick a side. Because, because for all intents and purposes, everything that you're seeing on screen would suggest the existence of a werewolf sure. in Snow Hollow. And it, and it would suggest, even when they cut to who is uh, alleged to be the killer, mm-hmm. who is the human, who, who like, every once in a while it'll cut back to this person, uh, like, doing drugs in their trailer or something like that. You think, like, well, this is just a person who's, like, this is the, the kind of the darker side of, of, the, of the existence of a werewolf. Like, maybe you go out and you kill during the full moon for two nights or whatever, and then the rest of the month you're dealing with you know mentally with this idea that you're this is what your life is so you're driven to drug use and stuff like that you know what i mean like yeah well it's like because you know what you're doing and you don't know how to live with it so you right yeah which is which is a a pretty good take on it like nobody ever really explores that side of it the reluctant werewolf yeah and so so you're really really reluctant though well (laughs) i don't know so you're so you're torn kind of between the two sides this whole like it looks like a werewolf the whole time. Mm-hmm. If it looks like a werewolf and it walks like a werewolf and it talks like a werewolf, it must it's be, a, be werewolf. a werewolf. Yeah. And uh, that's what Scooby Doo taught me. And it's like and it's like John Marshall is he's so stressed out about the idea of his dad retiring and like he wants this to be his last case. Like after this you're retiring and blah blah blah. His dad's like basically on the verge of death. And his daughter, like I said, she's he can't communicate with her. He's dealing with like a messy divorce mm-hmm. with his wife and stuff like that. And uh, none of these things should be funny, yet they're all hysterical <laughs> they throughout just, the movie. <laughs> the first, like he's the wife's yelling at him in the diner, and he's so dry about everything that he says. He's he's like, can we can we not can we not talk about this in here? Jesus Christ, I'd have a better time at Abu Ghraib. Like, <laughs> Like as the waitress is walking up to serve him his coffee, it's just stuff like that that it's like it's such a it's such a not a shocking thing to say, but just like a like it's not the type of thing that I would ever say to my wife sitting across from her. But I don't know. No, just, I agree. I and, agree. And his delivery is just it's so spot on. It's you know awesome. what? I, you know what it reminded me of a more serious deadpan version of Wolf Cop. Sort of, yeah. In, in a weird, in a weird kind of way. These would be good sister movies. Yeah, um, they're very different, but also very similar at the same time. Um, yeah, there's stuff like like he's just he's such such an oddball character with all the things he's struggling with, and he's so unraveled the entire movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's just certain things like that they say just super quickly. And yes, it's said for a joke, but the way that it's delivered. It's so deadpan. Like, like, do you still have that pepper spray that I gave you for communion? Like, 
I don't know why I laughed so much that the guy gave his daughter pepper spray for her first Holy Communion. Well, and she even like, acknowledges it's like a super weird thing to give to your daughter. Um, I love it. There's like us us saying the lines or imitating it them is does it's not going to yeah. do it justice no. at all. Like, go watch this movie. It's on Prime. Uh, that's where I watched it, anyways. Um, it's it's just really really good, and it's cool. It's like a it's a mystery movie. Yeah, it's a it's a it's it's like a cop procedural in a way. In a way, yeah. But then every once in a while, there's a fucking there's a werewolf that shows up. It reminded me a lot of Dexter, actually. Like if Dexter was a deadpan comedy, it kind of reminded me of that. I don't know if it was the look of it that might have been more of it, like not less, like just the tone of the movie. I guess, like I mean. Yeah, like I could, I could kind of see like where where John Marshall is the character of Dexter. Or... No, no, no. I'm not talking about character wise. Just the the tone, like the overall tone of it. It okay. felt like it existed in the Dexter world. Okay, that's all. Right on. Um, I I don't know. I don't know why. I just got that that feeling for it. Um, there like whenever he looks under a. <laughs> Whenever he looks under the sheet at anybody who's dead, he just screams like he's never he's never used to it. He just screams. Like it's there's moments like that that just get you off guard, like and I the, find myself tearing up. I'm laughing so hard, like, like it's like so when good. The, when the librarian woke him up, <laughs> he just fucking screams. It's like, yeah, oh, fuck. Don't ever do that to me again. And then he went, if it, you know, this, you're lucky it was me here. If it was any of the other guys here and they had their gun, it'd be fucking lights out. Well, that's the thing about his character, too. He's not wrong. No. Like, he's so, he's, he's, you can sympathize with him because he's so frustrated because mm. his entire department is completely inept. Yeah. Like, they can't do anything right. They're all stupid. They all want to just pass the buck off to somebody else. Right. Nobody wants to do their job. And there's even a couple of scenes where he's like, the the guy's like, yeah, this isn't this. He goes, yes, it is. Do your fucking job. <laughs> this is what you do. Take it. Get it to the lab. Do your fucking like. And he's just screaming at his fellow like workers, and it's just it's it's absolutely fucking hysterical. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a there's a scene at the end. I, I don't mean to give things away here, but like there's a scene at the end where he's he's given into the fact like he's just basically he's he's dropped his own ship. He thinks they got the killer. They're returning evidence, and there's one guy that just doesn't want the evidence that because nobody likes the cops right mm-hmm. so he's returning these evidence to, to, to one guy uh that they took from a crime scene from the person's uh uh kid yeah and the guy doesn't want it and he gets super pissed off so he just kicks it into the door oh, and the a grandmother fucking, oh yeah and a fucking baby rattle falls out of it well, he just drop kicked so, the remains of a dead baby into so their that's, house that's the weird shit is like they can they get into some pretty dark stuff in this yeah, movie yeah they do Without it ever actually losing its comedic steam, which is really... It's genius, like, man. Like The way they were able to strike a balance was crazy mm-hmm. because there are some genuinely creepy uh, moments in this movie. Like when that girl is sitting... So there's a young girl who's sitting in a diner with her three-year-old child. Sure. And you just see the... You see like a dude walk behind her and he comes in and he sits down and he starts asking her all these really personal questions. Yep. And you know, like, oh God, this is the this the, is the oh, you guy. know you know it the second he starts. Like this talking, is the yeah. werewolf, this is the killer, whoever he is, if he's a werewolf or just a regular oh. dude, you don't know. But like he starts asking her questions about her daughter and stuff, and you're like, Oh girl, like get up and please leave this guy. Like, please get away. And it's like and then the next scene. 
sure enough, she's driving home and she sees a dead deer and the like, why would you get out of the fucking you know that there's somebody killing yep. people in town and then you're gonna get out of your car there's and a handprint on yeah, the Yeah, go investigate. And then when she turns around and like I said, werewolves genuinely, it's like to to me that's to me a werewolf is the scariest uh uh, cryptozoological creature that you could ever come across. Really? Yeah. You think so? Do you have what's what's scarier to you? Cougar. Cryptozoological. Cougar. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, where a, a, where a, cougar? A crypto. Um. What's yeah, scarier than a werewolf? I guess. I mean, I, I've never gone into the woods being like, I hope there's no fucking werewolves out here. I neither have I. But like, honestly, uh, like, aliens. Would you consider an that's alien not a cryptozoological? Crypto? No. no. Okay. Um. I'll come back to this. I got to think about it. Cryptozoological. Like, that's... No, aliens are an intelligent life form. Yeah, it's fair. Well, that's fair. as far as we know, anyway. But, like, no, that's... There's there's nothing to me that's scarier than a werewolf. They're huge. Yeah. They're ravenous. They're seemingly unable to... Like, you can't reason with them. Sure. Even though they're intelligent. They're intelligent. It's almost like they know exactly... Like, they know everything that you're saying to them, right? But they don't give a shit. Like, they just, they'd rather just kill you. And there's yeah. nothing you can do about it. Yeah. Because they're huge. Those rip you to shreds. Right. Yeah, I get that. I don't, like, I there's it. there's really nothing scary. <laughs> there's, I can't think, I can't think of a, a, like, a horror monster that's scarier than a werewolf, personally. No, I don't disagree with you. Maybe vampire? No. Maybe. Cause, no, because, no. like, I don't, I've always thought, like, with a vampire, because I'd totally be, a, I would willingly be a vampire. Oh, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> live forever that's you could true. you could fly that's true you're sexy true you know well that's the main selling point right <laughs> so like <laughs> i would really like it so like if a vampire came and wanted to like drink my blood i'd be like can you just take a little and like and turn me like turn me yeah make me into a vampire i don't give a shit sure just don't kill me right you could say that to a vampire and at least you would maybe be able to reason with them a little bit I can't think of any other horror horror monster yep. that you wouldn't be able to reason with a little bit. Well, get bit get bit by a werewolf and you become a werewolf. It's not but, nearly as sexy. But though. that's only if you're lucky enough to get away. Because a werewolf is trying to rip you to shreds. That's very true. That's you very know what true. I mean? Hence every well in, in this movie, like there are certain body. That's another thing too. The, the 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 victims in this movie, they were all very reminiscent of like real serial killers. Like mm. we just got done watching Dahmer. And like there was one of the bodies, like the vaginas cut out, yeah. like the, the the certain other like body parts are cut out. <laughs> Which and this isn't and that. really Dahmer. <laughs> no, he did. A vagina? Yeah. A vagina? I'm pretty sure, yeah. Jeffrey Dahmer? No, not Dahmer. He only killed no, dudes. No, no, there was another serial killer. Bundy, are you talking about? Yeah, it might Bundy, have been Bundy. Maybe? There was another serial killer that did that though. Yeah. Point is, like those themes are all here. It's just like it's, and it's the cops the cops are sitting in a booth in a <laughs> diner like why did they? Why did? Why do you think he took that part though? I don't, they like, none say, of them will say it. <laughs> says I don't. I don't. I don't know. Maybe he took it to make a fleshlight. I'm like, <laughs> it's like that's so fucking dark, but it's hilarious the way he says it. Um, it's great. Yeah, this movie. I like this. But movie. no, that scene where the, I'm sorry, I, I'm going back to this. The scene where like it's the girl. She gets out and she leaves her three year old in the car. Hello, you're dumb. Sure. And then when she turns around and she just sees the shape of the werewolf. He's in a crouch, and then he stands up next oh, to her car. Yes. It gave me the chills, yeah. dude. It's so scary. Yep. Werewolves same, are scary as fuck. It's the same chills that you get at the very end when you find out who the actual killer is, and he stands up. And I loved that scene so much. It was good. 
Because there was something like uh, John Marshall at this point has been like he's been just completely um, demoralized. Like he's he's gone back to the bottle. Um, like the people in his the people in his department no longer believe in him. Uh-huh. He's uh, he's just like he's his daughter won't talk to him anymore. Yeah, and so he's he's pretty much been uh relegated to going going back and taking uh evidence back to people who they collected evidence from. Yeah. And he gets to this guy's house and the guy it's this guy's a taxidermist and he he gets to the guy's house and uh goes in like the guy's acting kind of strange, and then his tea pot, tea kettle's going off, and he's like, "Hey, come on in." Well, or, he won't stand up straight. Like, he well, you o- can't, but you can't tell that not at, at first. first. But he doesn't like, come back to the door because he wants to sit down. He doesn't come back to the door, so John goes looking for him, yep. and he's already sitting at the kitchen table. Hey, you want to sit down? Offering him booze, knowing yeah. he's an alcoholic, right? Yeah. And then I just love the way John handles this. Like he goes to walk away, and he's like. Because at the first murder scene, it turns out this guy was the owner of the house, and it was like a rental house, like an Airbnb. Yeah. And John remembers him saying, oh, my, you're telling me that this is a crime scene? I can't get back into the house? My wife's going to lose her shit. Yeah. And then when they're sitting at the table having a coffee, the guy mentions that he's not married. Yep. So they go back to the the door and John's about ready to leave and he turns around and he goes, Yeah, something you said just kind of struck me. And then he goes, Would you mind standing up to your full height for me? And this guy, like this guy As he's ki- doing it, it's like the jig's up. <laughs> this guy kind of assumed that he didn't notice that he had been slouching the whole time. And I just love I love how like John at this point is not even in a like a defensive posture. Like he's not ready to be a cop. Like nope. he's just kind of standing there, like eh, I don't want to like, do, eh, do, do this. But would you mind just standing to your full height for me? And then the guy fucking stands up he's, straight, he's fucking like accordions, like straight <laughs> he's, up. It's so weird. and he's like a foot above the door, and and John just goes. Yeah, and then, the, <laughs> and then the guy slams the door in his face, and then he goes running it's in on. after him. Yep. So it turns out this guy was a a taxidermist, and John was a right. Suit. John was right the whole time. Yes, he's as he was throughout the, the entire movie. Throughout the movie, he's talking about like, oh, this is like everybody's like, oh, it's a wolf, wolf. It's somebody like you know, we found teeth marks and we found paw prints and stuff like that. And he's like, this is this was done by somebody with a a. a, a a knowledge of anatomy and a steady hand like you can't just you can't tear out a vagina clean right like you gotta know how to cut it out and and I think who, these incisors could handle it <laughs> and who has <laughs> who has a who has a who has a who has the type of uh cutlery that yeah, could yeah. like easily cut people's body parts out and stuff like that sure and who would have like sort of a working knowledge of anatomy a taxidermist. i was thinking of jack the ripper that's who I was thinking of, who cut out oh, yeah. parts of the body yeah. and whatnot. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Um, yeah, no, I, I thought it was kind of genius too. Uh I love I love the the fight that ensues at the end. Yeah. I, I, I love what I love the most is that at the end of the movie, uh Detective Robson ends up being sheriff. The yeah. entire movie, she's picking up John's pieces. The right. entire fucking movie. And you can tell she's a soft spot for him, but you can tell that. And I love the fact that she takes over at the very end. Like I, I felt like that was a good ending. 
Um, you think John dies? He doesn't. Again, spoilers. Um, yeah, but he yeah, gets, I, he gets he gets uh, stabbed by the the guy in the werewolf suit. He ends up throwing his suit on real quick yep. and running out into the woods. Yeah, and the suit was dope. Suit was awesome. Was so cool. Yeah, sweet. I mean, like a taxidermist would know how to make an awesome suit, right? Right. Um, Halloween next year. Oh yeah. Let's go to a taxidermist. <laughs> It costs like twenty thousand dollars. So I want you to make me a human skin suit. <laughs> <laughs> um, one one thing that I noticed uh, when they're in the police department and they're interviewing all the different people, mm-hmm. did you notice who one of the guys was? No. One of the guys. He only pops up in one frame. Well, not one frame, but one quick sequence. Mm-hmm. Right. He's an old guy, and his face is all weird. And I go, I know that guy. It's the dude from Thirteen and Fourteen Cameras. Oh, Archambault. Yeah. Yeah. He's he's in it for f- five seconds. Yep. I don't... Was he just maybe a friend that someone knew that he just popped up or what What was it? Yeah, I actually meant to take note of it or I, I took mental note of it and I meant to look into it because um, it was him and then there was the girl before him looked really familiar too. Oh, I didn't catch her. But I can't remember who she was. Um, But yeah, I did notice yep. that he was in there. That was no, pretty cool. Definitely noticed that. But um, anyway, that's uh, The Wolf of uh, Snow Hollow. I liked. I love this movie. I really did. Yeah, I, I mean, like, yeah, we could get in. We could get into more of the plot and stuff like that. But it's just go watch it. Yeah, it was. It was so cool. It's on uh, uh, Amazon Prime. Prime, yeah. So you can watch yep. it for free. Yeah, I really liked it. Honestly, I'm. I'd like to watch it again, especially like knowing knowing now what I know. Yes. Like I want to rewatch it and see if there's you know like a. If you notice anything else? Kind of a thread, like throughout the movie, because uh, we didn't talk about it, but like the weird guy in the trailer and stuff like that, yeah. and you actually see him burning a body at one point in yeah, time. So yeah, there yeah. are like two killers active in this area. Well, I thought that was the same guy. No. Oh. No. <laughs> so there are two. So so. No, because okay. they find that guy dead dead because he overdosed. You're right. So who did he kill? He killed. They found the body of another woman who had gone missing. So okay, so You're right. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So and he was also huge. They said he was like six five and like two hundred fifty pounds. So there were two active killers in Snow Hollow at the same time. And when the one guy OD'd, and he was also a big fan of like knives and stuff like that, so they thought they had their guy, right? So that's yeah. why that's why they were just like handing out the evidence back to the families. Because okay, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. They thought that it was all over. So yeah. All right, uh, moving on to our second movie of the week, uh, Werewolves Within. Werewolves Within. From 2021, directed by Josh Rubin, who also did that Scare Me movie, which is about the people in the cabin telling each other scary stories. Okay. We, um, did, we also did that for Trailer Trashed back in the day. Yeah, and we didn't. We haven't actually done that movie yet. No, not yet. But that's funny. When I was watching, I didn't actually know that. And when I was watching this movie, I go... The tone of this gives me the same feeling as that trailer. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, there you go. Like it's like uh, who, who did the the Christmas movie? Um, what's uh, Joe Bigos? You there's right. certain there's certain types of movies where you can just tell it's got their stamp all over it. Right there you go. Yeah. So this is Josh Rubin. Um, let's see here. Uh, feature adaptation of the video game where werewolves attack a small town. I had no you, idea. You played this game, yeah? Uh, I've never heard of this before. I've literally never heard of this video game. What was um, that? What was the the wolf game? The Wolf that... Among Us. Oh, the Wolf Among Us. Great game. Which um, the only reason that I knew this had something to do with video games is because when I was watching the movie, uh, the the name Ubisoft popped up. And oh, I go yeah. Ubisoft. Like, what the hell do they have to do with this movie? I didn't know they made movies. Yeah. 
apparently they do. I, I had know. no idea this was actually based off of a video game. Uh, well, didn't didn't Ubisoft make the Assassin's Creed game too? Yeah, yeah. Well, I guess that's fair. Yeah, so that makes sense. But right. um, it was also done by a big studio too. Sure. That bought the rights. Right. I didn't know that Ubisoft made their own though. <clears throat> anyway, though, um, Sam Richardson plays Finn Wheeler, the uh, the newly appointed. Uh, what fish and ranger. wildlife ranger yeah. kind of kind of guy yeah. uh milana vandertrub not even right? not even close <laughs> w- where do you see a d in her name or an r Vantrub. milana aside Vantrub. from the it's an r and trub one well, trub yeah yeah it's uh, milana vine trub vine trub ah, was yeah. close enough milana vine trub more uh everybody would know her as the at&t girl yeah right yeah um when i when when he said that he got uh, or she was reposted out there i go oh there's a new at&t store opening up that's there you go. There okay. you go. <laughs> Fine. Oh, dude, she it, such a babe. It's not dude. even that she's such a babe. She's a cute babe, and there's yeah. a difference. Yeah, like she's just cute. Yeah, she seems the kind of person I'd be friends with before I'd want to <laughs> bang her. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> just saying. Uh, um, she's the type of person that you would. <laughs> You'd be friends with and always want a banger, and you would never get the chance because you, you'd promptly put yourself in the friend zone. That's the one. <laughs> um, anyway, though, and there's a whole other cast of characters. I'm sure we'll get into them. It's it's a slew of them in this one. Um, yeah, there's a there's a big cast. Here. We'll get into it. I think we'll get into the rest of the cast as we as we go. Sure, yeah. Because it, it's not going to make sense to to list these people off. Um, but Finn and <laughs> why why is it any different than any other movie we talk about? <laughs> no, I'm just being proactive here and, okay. and not trying to confuse people. <laughs> All right. <laughs> but Finn and Cecily are the the two mains. Yeah, if you will. Yeah. Um. So Finn gets brought to what was the city name? It was doesn't matter. He's he gets brought to this new town basically where uh, he had some some issues where he was from. Uh, being fish and wildlife and whatnot, mm-hmm. got in trouble. In order to keep his job, he got shipped out to butt fuck nowhere. Um, he he's basically living at like this. It's not a hostel. What would you call it? It's like a hostel. It's, no, it's, a, it's a more hostel. like a B and B. Yeah. So he's living at this B and B. Yeah. Uh, he meets Cecily, who is the local uh, postmaster. Mm-hmm. She uh, and she takes him around town, tells him who everybody in. It's a small town, so it's it's like everybody knows everybody. Yep. But like, they don't all get along. There's some Not crazies. There's, there's well, there's like one a... guy. There's one guy in particular, Sam. <clears throat> Sam, played by Wayne Duvall. You know, these people don't matter because you've never heard of them. But Sam, um, works for the big oil company that is trying to get a pipeline passed through the city. Mm-hmm. And there's a couple of holdouts in the city that will not sell their property. Um, because they are environmentalists. They don't want to see the, the land go to shit and the whole deal. Mm-hmm. However, there's other people that live there that want nothing more than to get the pipeline through because they'll make a boatload they of want, money. They want the cash. So you have this whole like dichotomy going on within the city. So everybody's kind of at ends with each other. And it makes for a really, um, like, like a really, 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 uh, uh what's, uh, what is the word I'm looking for? entertaining movie because <laughs> yeah sorry uh all of the people in this city in this village whatever you want to call it mm. they're so different mm-hmm. the character work in this movie is brilliant yeah awesome. every single character or like couple are completely different from <clears throat> the other people there's so many different types of characters it's and it like, makes the movie so fun to watch it's like if you i mean like these are all 
uh, character types. These are all real types of people you would see. Like if you lived in a, a bigger city, there would be these types of people. Mm-hmm. There's the kind of trashy like uh, couple who... <laughs> the, the mechanics, basically. The trashy mechanic couple who like... <laughs> They're, they're the woman's the, chasing her boyfriend around with a wrench for a penis. They're the spit, <laughs> spitting and swearing, fucking yeah, just like good old boy types. There's the the millionaire gay. Couple. There's the Silicon Valley uh, tech, yeah, tech millionaire gay couple. There's the uh, the uh, the woman who's super into her crafting I'm and like her and her husband, and she's and and they're both super right wing, and they're and they're yep, just like, yep. uh, um. The woman that runs the inn. Yeah, yeah. So, so you have like every like people from all walks of life, except for there's only like ten of them total stuffed into this little town. So yeah. it's it it's it makes for a it makes for a really 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 funny dynamic between yeah. all of them. Yeah. Um. There's, and there's also a guy that lives up in the hills who's like this trapper who everyone's afraid of. Yeah. Uh, what's Martin? Uh, Emerson. Emerson. Yeah. Everyone's afraid of him. Nobody wants to go up there. They all think he's this crazy person or whatever. Um, and he's kind of like the wild card of the of the community. Yeah. Uh, he and he comes into play quite a bit uh, in the beginning and the end of the movie. Um, but yeah, like so basically, there's uh, a bunch of killings that happen. A dog gets eaten. Uh, the uh, the husband of the woman that owns the inn gets eaten, and then periodically there's more killings that happen. And it's basically them trying to figure out what's going on. And it dawned on me a little bit at, into watching it that this movie is exactly. Uh, it's a clue. clue. Yeah, it's basically clue. Yeah, it but is. mixed with that. Remember, did you ever play that game Werewolf? I think it's called Werewolf at Night or Werewolf. Yes. something or other. Yeah, it's basically that mixed with clue. Yeah, you like that party game? Yeah, where somebody plays a wolf and yeah, or Werewolf and, at Midnight or whatever it's called. Yeah, like that. somebody yeah. plays a wolf and the the other people play villagers and yes. you have to like try and smoke out the werewolf yep. and see who it is. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that's exactly what this. It's a live action version of. The game Werewolf. Yeah, and, and Clue, because it's a bunch of people stuck in yep. pretty much one setting halfway through the movie, trying to figure out who did it, and it's fantastic. It yeah. works on every level. Like you said, this the the character work. Uh, they have they have they do a pretty good job of like misdirecting you or making just like Clue, just like the Clue movie, making you think at different points during the movie, like oh well, obviously that's the person Mm -hmm. that's like they they start off with um uh what what was the what was the doctor's rebecca henderson dr ellis yeah oh my god when dr ellis first (laughs) pops up she's just this weird fucking woman that just pops out behind people all the time like you never know where she actually is and she's such a weirdo (laughs) when she she, uh she comes up behind uh uh what was the the keeper of the inn uh janine janine yeah at one point in time so janine's Finn had found not only that all the generators in town had been like slashed to bits by somebody, mm-hmm. uh, so the power was out, but he also found Janine's husband, who she thought had ran away with a younger woman to Belize, uh, found his body under the under the porch. Yeah, <laughs> and so he shows it to everybody, and uh, like everybody's all distraught and everything, and and Janine's standing there crying at one point. And you just see a hand come up from come up from her sh- like over top of her and, and grab her shoulder and she screams and Doctor Ellis is just like very deadpan just like oh 
that's a that's a horrible noise you just made. <laughs> it's not. It's it's fu- it's obviously not funny when I say it. You have to watch. You gotta this. watch it. This yeah. both of these movies are the types of movies where we could re- we could repeat the lines over and over. It's never gonna no, sound no. funny when in, we do in, it. In fairness, we might do it a disservice. Like when I like like when uh, uh, Joaquin says, "Everybody shut your whore mouths." I laughed so fucking hard. So good because it's such an <laughs> inappropriate time to say it. Because like that's the type of thing that he you... might be my favorite. Whoa, dude! In the in so in the funny. he's from um uh, uh what we do in the shadows, which makes sense. No, he's from Argentina. But, <laughs> but he's also yes, he's also in the what we do in the shadows, which makes his deadpan delivery that much better because that's that whole movie. Oh, sure, or whole yeah. show is. Um, um dude yeah. but yeah like like when he says that like that's usually the type of thing that you would say to somebody when you're when you're mad or you're like trying to hurt their feelings like shut your whore mouth but he says it just as a just as a almost like a polite way to get everyone's attention like yeah okay everyone now shut your whore mouth because <laughs> he finds some information in a book that he wants to tell everybody um it's so good. yeah he's so good. he was hilarious that couple they were so funny Mm-hmm. Um, Cheyenne Jackson always, uh, who plays Devin Wolfson, he's, yep. he's the, uh, husband of Joaquin. He always reminded me of, uh, I don't know what it, it's, he's, he's almost like a super handsome version of our friend Kelly. <laughs> Do you get what I'm saying? <laughs> no, because I cannot picture a super handsome version of Kelly. <laughs> it's him. It's him. He is a super handsome version of Kelly. Um, but uh yeah so anyway basically this mystery is 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 a is a foot a foot a foot i I was gonna say a foot a bound i don't know um yeah so and then they they decide that they're all gonna shack up in this mansion for the night to try and figure out who the wolf is yeah or or well at first it's just to protect themselves from the wolf outside then they realize the wolf is inside the wolf is within the walls Um, did you figure out who the wolf was uh before the last like third of the movie i did not i did i did there was how uh very easily actually how i I realized i had had a suspicion at least at this point um and then it it made more sense as it went through so big big spoilers here if you've never seen the movie uh at&t girl is your is your wolf Mm -hmm. um when she would not go up to the tracker's house because the tracker tracks animals and she was afraid to go up to the tracker's house. That was house. in the first 10 minutes of the movie. Yeah. Did yeah. you know it from I then? noticed it. I did notice it right then and there, yeah. Did you think at that point she was the wolf, though? Well, or I did knew you, that, like, I knew did that, you go back and... I knew that the identity of the werewolf was going to be obscured. So it wasn't like I was necessarily looking for things, but I was also kind of looking for things. Like mm-hmm. It was in the back of my head to pay attention to what characters were doing what. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, he's a tracker. He kills animals. He literally has wolf pelts all over him when he comes up the first time. Mm-hmm. Of course she's going to be afraid of him. Mm-hmm. Made it made sense to me right off the bat. Yeah. Now, also her character throughout all the townspeople's infighting and everything else, she always stayed out of it. Mm-hmm. She was never a focal part in any of those things. Well, she also well she said she had moved from there recently, or she had moved there recently. But everybody was fighting for stupid reasons, though. Like she always seemed just on the outside of everything happening. And I, I don't know. She just. Excuse me. She never seemed like she was a part of the fabric of the community. Mm-hmm. Probably because, like I said, or like you said, she just moved to town. But right. also because she's the wolf. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So it, as the movie was going on, it became more apparent to me. I also knew that those axes that they were throwing were going to come back 
Yeah. We're going to come back into play. Um, that fucking eatery, the Axe Place, whatever it was called. Oh, that place The Axe Den cool. looks awesome, yeah. Arcade games and axe throwing. Fuck yeah. Yeah. In um, a small town like that, you could pretty much have the whole thing to yourself yeah, whenever you wanted. That pretty much ended up being her home. She paid, I, I think she that's where she lived, because they never said where she lived. She just had access to this place. Well, she lived at the inn. Did she? Yeah. Okay. I missed that part. Yeah. Doesn't change anything. I missed that part. Um, but yeah, no, she's um she was great though. Like I I loved her character. She they did a really good job of of misconstruing that though. Like if you didn't pick up on a couple things, you'd never know. Well, it's funny though cuz Joaquin had it figured out. Oh know? yeah. He oh, said yeah. cuz he says there's the the thing about and at the time you think like, "Oh, well, he's just going crazy like everybody else." Cuz there there was a point in this movie where I thought and this is the intention of the movie, I there was no werewolf. Like it was, it was literally just uh, like uh. Like this, we're gonna be watching two werewolf movies. It's like an I is- don't have a werewolf. It's film. like an isolation movie, you know, sure. where everybody goes crazy. Because like maybe the death of the guy in the beginning of the movie was just a, a coincidence, right? Yeah. Like something, some tragic thing that happened, or maybe you know he's just killed by a human or something like that. And then it, it, like throughout the movie, no werewolf is ever really seen. You just like you see people freaking out about stuff you you know like people being people being killed like all the injuries and everything though could be explained by other things the fact they're not showing it right like gives that away yeah and then like people just start going crazy and killing each other and you're like, like oh this is just a, it's an isolation movie it's like a people people stuck they're they're out in the middle of nowhere there's no power there's uh you know they're they're they suspect that there's a killer amongst them so they all just start eating their own you know what did what did you think of the actual werewolf her her makeup job if you will um i understood why they did it the way that they did they kind of went with like a teen wolf sort of look to me it was almost more like a michael jackson thriller wolf uh yeah 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 i guess teen wolf kind of same same idea same same sort um, of thing i was yeah. i was a little i was a little bummed out i was hoping for something a little more vicious yeah yeah i i don't disagree with you um but with it being cecily i i understood why they sure, did it the way sure. they did i still think that he should have like hooked up with her even after uh, finding out like okay. finn finn and cecily were such a good item and this is <laughs> This is at the beginning of the movie. I was like, so uh, I was so happy watching their relationship develop because I was like, oh, this is cute, dude. Like, sure. they're both dorks. He's so nice. Like, she's just a she's just this nerdy, cute girl who's just like bubbly and and sweet and and uh, and funny. And I was like, I, man, I I really want them to be be together, which is the whole intention. Sure, like they. Sure. They made this movie wanting the audience to want them to be together so that they could break their hearts at the end when she ends up being the and this is this is where I I go back to my my fear of werewolves like you can't I was as I was watching this movie I go well can you reason with a werewolf like he walks out and he says to her and and I love how she's just standing there like kind of like chewing on a thumbnail you know and and you go like ah shit like he's <laughs> fucked. Yep. And he comes out and he goes, "It's you, isn't it?" And then he's just talking to her. Normally. And then he sees her toes go, like that weird little thing she does with her toes. Yep. And I go, "Can he reason with her? 
Like, can no, he... she liked being a werewolf. That's right. the thing. Like, exactly. She, there was no reasoning with her. Yeah. Right. And and so I was like, I was like, this sucks, man. Like I, well, but that's the th- the way I, I said the way I said I would reason with a vampire. Yeah. In that moment, like she's she already said she's got she's a freezer she, full. Of, she's basically yeah. killed everybody in town, and it's snowing. Everybody's on ice, so she's got food for the rest of the year. I kind of feel like I'd be like. Maybe just turn me into yeah, a werewolf. Bite me. And then we can do this together. Yeah, bite me. I'll turn into a werewolf and we'll hang out, right? Sure. Like, we'll throw axes and play pinball. Yeah. That sounds like a great life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but then, like, I don't know. Like, are werewolves territorial or are they like, they don't. But wolves run in a pack. Yeah. Right? Yeah, I don't they, know. Yeah, they made doggy style famous. And so that. <laughs> Come on. So that's why, like, I was sitting there that going, Snoop Dogg. I was sitting there going, stop, stop accusing her. I mean, like, you, you should be, just, acu- just give in, just give in and just you, be a wolf. You should be accusing her because it's her. But, like, if I was in that situation, I'd be like, all right, come, just bite me and turn me. Sure. And then, and then I'll leave, I'll leave town if you even want me to, you know, I'll leave town. So you just want to be a werewolf. I don't want to be eaten by a werewolf. That's fair. So I, so if my only way out of here is to be bitten and turned into a werewolf and then I split, yeah, that's I'm fair. fine with that. Totally that's fair. cool. Totally fair. So um, I okay. At this point, I want to uh, pivot over to another one of the themes of this movie mm-hmm. that I picked up on. I don't know if you did or not. Uh, this movie took a weird turn. It was always sort of there, but then it also took a weird turn into being uber political. Did you notice this? Like yeah, the I idea? Mean, no, no, no. I'm not talking about just on the surface. I'm talking like deep seated political undertones. All right, explain a little bit. The movie's called Werewolves Within. Mm-hmm. That's what it's called. The movie is literally about uh, a group of people together, and it's people that like. There's fear that is. This was made in a Trump era, right? Mm-hmm. I'm just putting that out there. It feels very much as though this was somebody's version of. The werewolf is Trump, right? The werewolf is this political ideal that some people grab onto and become fanaticized over. You have people on both sides of the spectrum that are stuck in this community together. And you have this idealism that people just believe in so much that they'll literally do anything to protect their own, to do this, to do that. And a lot of it shows like there's a lot of people in this and like, like the one woman's just like, I want my craft store, you Mm -hmm. know, and everybody at the end of the movie is made out to be the bad guy because they're only, they're, they're just going crazy basically about their beliefs and what they want. Mm -hmm. And everybody makes themselves a suspect because they go crazy in their own rights. Mm -hmm. Um, And it just, it felt very much in a movie that was made during the Trump dynasty it definitely felt as though this was a political statement about how politics can ruin either families, communities, whatever, however you want to paint it about how like when, when politics gets seeped into a tight knit group, Mm -hmm. it kills it from the inside out, which is the whole idea of werewolf within the werewolf is the political idea and it kills from within. And it, and it drove everyone crazy. Exactly. Cause like you had people, exactly. f- you had people from all different walks of life. You had, I mean, like if you wanted to, obviously the people, um, what was her name? <laughs> the, the girl and her husband. And I guess, <laughs> I guess her husband could kind of be like a, uh, uh, you know, cause there was the whole thing with like, if, if we're staying on, on, on that message of yeah. this being sort of a Trump thing, 
like grab her by the pussy kind yeah, of thing. Yeah. Like the husband was very creepy towards Cecily. Sure. Was constantly trying to touch her and stuff like that. There's the idea of everybody gives up their guns, but then a little while later, everyone gets the guns back. So what good did that do? Like right. there's all these little things that they put into this movie that seem uber, uber political. So you had Trisha, Trisha and her husband, Pete, who were sort of the typical right wing make a great, make America great again yep. type people. You had Joaquin and Devin, who were the the Silicon Valley, uh, LGBT yep. millionaire, all of that stuff. Yep. Gen Gen, well, I guess well, millennia- millennials. millennials. Yeah, uh, uh, Sam, literally, who was the pipeline guy, like Sam, who was the big oil guy. You had <laughs> yep. uh, Marcus and Gwen, who were the like just the the good old boy, like good old boy and his backwoods gal. Yep. Uh, you had. Uh, Sam, or not Sam, Richard, uh, Finn Wheeler, who was just the by the book sort of the the polite, really didn't want to stick his nose in anybody else's business, but yeah, uh, you know, you had the scientist that nobody wanted to believe. Oh, I'm saying they yeah. every single archetype was put in this movie. That's why I'm saying I feel like and this then, movie was written completely as that. Like this was that. <clears throat> And it, and and it, and it's and it's really sort of <laughs> it's really sort of a uh I I guess you could I guess you could like look at it as like a like a tr- Trumpian era sort of thing. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, that that's what this is though. To me at least. Like once once it dawned on me that that's what I was watching, it's mm-hmm. impossible to see it any other way. Yeah. Absolutely impossible. Hmm. That's pretty wild. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't even <laughs> I didn't even I kind of just like I I I didn't take it necessarily at face value. I was taking it sort of as a, as a, you know, like how, how, well, I guess now that I'm thinking about it, like, uh, uh, you know, I don't know if I'd necessarily call it misinformation, but like how one thing, like one, one simple thread of, uh, of panic can like, oh yeah, that's cause, exactly what cause it is. a society to tailspin. It's exactly what it is. Yeah. You, yeah. you have this, you have this community that always got along perfectly fine until this one thing snuck its way in. Mm-hmm. Everybody goes against each other. Yeah. That's <laughs> what it is. Yep. Yeah, totally. And then you have the one guy. It's like a, what you, you the one guy mic- who stays a off the grid. Of, yeah. The one guy that stays off the grid who stays away from everything, doesn't know what's going on at all. And then you just you, you just talk to him about, hey, things can be good. And he goes, oh, yeah, things can be good. Like, it's not scary at all. Like, the thing that's scary is just getting along, Mr. Rogers style. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's the thing that's scary. It's it's genius. The movie's kind of genius in that way. And then they end it they end it with one like one final female empowerment thing where it's the it's it's Finn and Emerson oh, yeah, yeah. saying like Emerson going, "Yeah, maybe Janine can make us some sandwiches." And then <laughs> and then she shoots the werewolf and she goes, "Make your own sandwiches." Yeah. <laughs> it's great. It's great. <laughs> yep, dude. Yeah, yeah that's so funny, dude. I think the moral of the story is AT&T is a terrible fucking cell phone plan. No, I was on I was on AT and T for years, and I thought they were pretty good. Shut up. Um, yeah, I I actually liked this movie a lot. I'd love to rewatch it, um, but I do love this movie. Yeah, it was great. It was good. It was both really these good. movies were really good. Yeah, actually. yeah, I had a lot of fun with both of them. Uh, which is which is weird because usually with werewolf movies, they're a really mixed bag. These two did it really well. I thought. I think it's like, I think it's um. I think they both did themselves a, a service by uh, not really showing 
You know, because like a lot of a lot of t- a lot of times with with werewolf movies, like if you if you do too much of the werewolf, it can kind of fall into the realm of cheesiness. Sure, sure. Um, and if you don't do enough, you know, that's then like, it's, oh, where's the werewolf? Yeah. Well, and I like I both of these movies, like in 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 uh, uh, werewolves among or not werewolves among us, werewolves within. It's the wolf among us. The wolf <laughs> werewolves within. You don't see the werewolf until the very end, no. and yeah. it's fine because the whole movie is more of a mystery, like a whodunit mm-hmm. sort of yep. thing, and. Then I watched The Wolf of Snow Hollow, and I was like, wow, right off the bat, like they're showing you a lot of the werewolf, mm-hmm. and that's kind of the point, I because like... it wasn't actually a werewolf, and they wanted they wanted to show you a lot of the werewolf to make you think like, oh, like, like Jim Cummings' character is yeah. full of shit, because obviously it's a werewolf. Sure, sure. I actually like the way the werewolf looked, too, the CG werewolf they had that was running around the town in Snow Hollow. I actually liked the way that it looked for being a basically computer generated version of it it was not that was not a real are person. you fucking with me that right was now? not a real person that was a that was no. a practical costume no of course it was no, no it wasn't yes, it, was. <laughs> no, it was not i'll go back and rewatch it i don't believe that it was at all that wasn't cg the way like, that it was moving that's not a real person i i don't know dude no I'll go back and rewatch I, it. I'll well, go back and rewatch it. Whether it was practical or CG, I liked the yeah, way no, the werewolf looked. Yeah, so did I. Yeah, it, was, did it I. was cool. That's how I like. Like it was a, it was a, it was like a, a dog soldiers. Yeah, kind sort of, of. Kind of. Yeah, dog soldiers was real though. That's the thing. Dog soldiers was actually. Dog soldiers is physical. still like I, one of the best depictions of. Oh, it's so good. Of a werewolf. I agree. In a movie, I don't disagree at all. So no, good. I, yeah. Uh, but that's not what we're talking about. No. Anyway, um. I love this movie. I thought it was so good. Yep, uh, I agree. I recommend that everybody watch it. If you're just in for a, a fun time, and now that I am thinking about it more, now that Mike brought it up, maybe it, you know pull something deeper out of it too. Or you can literally just watch it for what it is and, sure. and have a good time. So. You can enjoy it both ways. Um, great cast, great great chemistry. Uh, There's other characters that we really didn't get into, um, but it's fine. Like, discover them on your just watch. Just discover them on your watch. Uh, it's just a lot of fun. It's a funny movie. Cool. Creepy at times. It's no pledge night. It's no pledge night. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that line of fucking ugly uh, dudes. Wow. Jesus. All right. Um, <laughs> well, that's it for this week, I think. Yes, it is. Um, do we know what we're doing next week? Not yeah. a clue. Okay. Doesn't matter. Not a clue. Um, come, we didn't decide. Uh, come January. Come the first of the year. For the winter season, we're gonna go back to our monthly picks. I think it's fun. It's it's fun to do stuff over the summer on a whim because so much is coming out. Sure, rapid yeah. fire. Winter season's a little bit more of a, a dead time. Might be some new stuff or whatever. But we're gonna go back to picking. I think a month a month in advance, picking yeah. out of uh, the wheel of death or the wheel of fish or pizza, whatever the pizza, fuck it was. Pizza death. Yeah, Ooh, sure. I, I like the wheel of fish. Let's a wheel do that. of fish. Yeah. Okay. Let's do that this year. All right. That's fine with me. <laughs> Uh, but we are going to go back to that, uh, and we also have some treats in store for the holiday season. Yeah. We're going to be opening each other's packages, if you know what I mean. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> <laughs> but until then, I've been Mike. You're James. Yeah. Uh, if you want to find us on social weird media. Way down that. <laughs> <laughs> I was just going to go with it. 
Uh, if you want to find us before next week, you can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and SoundCloud at the Buzzed Kill Podcast. You can also find us on Twitter at the Buzzed Kill PC. We're on all major streaming sites. Clearly, you've already found us. Uh, so if you have, kindly, you know what? Tell your school teacher. Or you know what? Preach the good word go to out, the good teacher. Go out and find your neighbor who you disagree with politically. Oh, there you go. And tell them. And then maybe you guys sit down and you listen to one of our episodes together. And maybe you have a couple beers and you find out, hey, we're not so much we're not so much different. Yeah. We're not so different, yeah. you and I. I have an alt. What? Send us your address. We'll send you a sticker. Slap your neighbor on the forehead with a sticker. Yeah. That works too. I guess that's a <laughs> I guess that's a good alternative to sitting down and having some beers and realizing that you have some things I mean, in common. Some people are a lost cause already. So <laughs> if that's the case, slap them that with a sticker. They'll at least look at it and read it and that's 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 a word spread. Well, it's assuming they can read, which is kind that's of true. Ru- kind of rude of you to assume. I guess that. it depends on how southern you are. <laughs> Yeah, if you're down in Monroe. (laughs) (laughs) All right. uh, Well, that's it for this week. We'll see you next week. Michael? James? Cheers, bud. Cheers, sir. Have a good night. Adios. Peace.